0: Okay, today's daf is P'sachim daf pevav. We are on pehei the base, three lines from the bottom. Amar Rav. So I'm sorry, just three three more words. So we're going to continue the previous mishnah for the first half of today's daf. Then we'll finish up the parak with one more mishnah and Halachas that we actually mentioned previously. Okay, so the mishnah had just told us we were trying to figure out an aver shiatsa miktsasa where you had a limb that was it went out of the line. it went, it went outside of Yerushalayim. So then we got to the discussion of where is the, where's the end of the room? Where's the end of the Azar? We actually spoke about this regarding davening with, with minion. The Gemara referenced that. So then the Mishnah concluded, the last line of the Mishnah was ha-challoyne for the windows and the o'yveh the thickness of the wall, seemingly on top of the wall is kilafnim, is like the inside. So I'm a rav. Gagin, the roof of Aliyos and the, uh, the second floor. Loiniskachu. There's no kedusha with that. So the Gemara says, Aini, is that true? That everyone used to eat only a kazayas of the carbon pesach. They had lots of people for each carbon, so everyone just got their kazayas. And the halal that they would sing after they ate the carbon, like we do, right? We do a tafayin, right? Then we do halal nirtsa. Self-fun, right? So the halal, so many, many, Rishon bring a riot from supposed to say halal, but call rum. Anyways, the halal would crack the roof. Okay? So many people were dancing and singing halal together. They were cracking. Now, what do you see from here? My love pe achli be garb, It seems like they're eating it on the roofs of Yerushalayim, on the rooftops of their home. If you tell me that. Rav says, Gagin, Valius, They don't have the Kedusha of Yerushalayim. You can't bring your carbon Pesach up there to eat it. You have to eat it in your house. Your house has the Kedusha of Yerushalayim, but not the roof. So it seems like they were eating it on top of the roof. And then, then that, that is uh, how you ought to eat it there. Right? Good. Didn't we also say there are 10 people for Pesach? No, I don't have, to have 10 people per Pesach. When we are guessing the amounts. Yeah, so those days, right, right. So you're saying maybe the different, different timelines. Exactly, yeah, I don't know. Okay, different, uh, different time periods. So the Gemara says, They ate it on the floor, meaning they ate it in their homes, on their dining room table, but they went up to the roof to say hello." Like after the, after the soup, they went up, and they were, So that one of the last Mishnahis in the Masechta talks about, This is what you answer to the Chacham, right? You tell the Chacham, We don't have Afi after Pesach. There are two sheetas what this means, but Rav is the one that said, if I'm a Rav, the word Afi means, if you look at Rashi, third line, You can't go somewhere else. Rav says that's what Afi Kamen means. You're not allowed to go from one Chabur to another Chaburah. So how could they go up to the rooftops to say, how together, but Sibur, you can't do that. You're not allowed to go upstairs. When we're eating, that's an iser to leave your house. But Khan, when they said halal, they already benched, you already did your benching, now you're going up to sing, no problem, you are allowed to go up. But by the way, a person, if bishas the achili, the, the you're not allowed to leave. And we know there's another halacha, we're going to get to this in Aviv Psechim, we cannot eat, that's the other lashing of this, you cannot eat after the afi kaiman. Someone has a, someone has a boy born to them, and that Friday night is, is Lel Pesach. So it's very difficult to make a uh, Shalom Zachar. What are you going to serve? You can't serve anything. And if it's Peshachachila, it could be we had the same halachic practice not to leave, not to go from one house to the other house, don't go to someone's house for dessert, or, uh, uh, the they there. Okay, next. Tashma. You told me, Rav said, Gagin, the rooftops, and that Aliyah is the second floor. Lo'y niskadosh, you do not have kedushah. Is that true, Tashma? I'll bring you a Raya, not like Rav Abashol Omer, Aliyah space Katshe Hakadashim. the uh, Aliyah, the second floor of the base Katshe HaKadashim. If you look at you, if you have pictures, the way the base finish was built was that there was like a second story right above the Kaidash, the Kaidash HaKadashim, so the Brisa says chamur. The second floor was more chamur at a higher level of kedushim. Even from the base Kaddushim why? There was an annual visit on Yom Kippur. But base On top of it, meaning once every seven years, either twice every seven years. Some say once in a yovel, they would go check it to make sure there was nothing going on there. But they were never allowed to go in there except for maintenance. So, so you see that the Aliyah space has a higher level of Kedusha. So how are you telling me, Rav, that Gagin Valios, that rooftops and second floors in Yerushalayim and Azara all over the place, there's no kadusha. You see, it even has a greater level of Kadusha. So Inish, were you asking a from the Hegel? That's not what he was talking about. When Rav said, that there's no kedusha in the gag and at least talking about the Yerushalayim, but the hekel itself, no shani The pasuk says in Divri Hayamim, it's actually fascinating that David HaMelech was told by Nasan anavi that you're going to build the the the, the Beis David HaMelech that night didn't sleep. He wrote the blue, draw the blueprints for the Beis Hamidrash. Nasan had to come back to him the next day and say, by the way, it, it's not going to be you. Why is that? So there's a, there's a lot to learn in the machshava, that the, the lave the heart of David HaMalach is found in the Beis HaMikdash. And it's He he's the one that built it. David HaNafal, it's not David, Shlame Malach built it. But it's, the, it's that passion, that yearning, that, that makes up the Beis HaMikdash. But anyways, David HaMalach gives the blueprints the entire drawings, the blueprint of how to build it, and the pasuk continues a few pasukim later. That everything was commanded David to build it. It was all done with rokhach and therefore everything was a hashem. So how can he tell me there was no kedusha? Of course, there was kedusha. In every detail of the building of the Beis HaMekdash. so it can't be that when Rav said "Gagin va'Aliyas Leinu Kaddashu," he obviously was not referring to the Beis HaMekdash itself, because there's blueprints, Davan Amalech, there's a Kaddish Baruch Hu's Dvar Hashem, Hakol B'Chsav Miad Hashem, and therefore he's not talking about the Heichal. So that's why Rav Yosef said, "Me Heichal Nechav anesav Inish." You're asking a Kasher Me That is not a good question. Tashma will continue to ask on Rav. The Mishnah in Ma'aseh says like this: Halishachais, meaning the the room, the chambers, they were built alongside the kaidesh, and it doesn't mean the kaidesh; it means the azara, but they were open up to lachol. Lachol doesn't mean, you know, uh, nothing like a weekday; it means harabayis. So it still has Machin and alivia, if you remember our discussion a few Prokham ago in the, in the Samachs. So it's open to Harabais, but it's not open to the Azara. If you had a picture, I should have sent it out, but you could, you could figure it out with the with imagination. Now, the inside of this room, the Bryce says, the mission says, the inside, it makes sense, has the uh, status of the Harabais, not the Azara. The say, and the roof, has a status of Kaidesh, of the Azara. So what do you see from here? You see the rooftops do have Kedusha. So the Gemara says Tir Sehan Lakarka Azara. Where the Gagay Sehan, the roof of this chamber was shaven. it was parallel to the floor of the Azara. So when you're standing on the floor of the Azara, it looks like an extension of the Azara. You know, technically, it's the rooftop of a chamber. So although the chamber itself doesn't have the status of the Azara, only has the status of the Arabais, the rooftop, I could just jump straight onto it, hop onto it, and therefore, that's why it has... The Kedushas. The Marshallhi, that's what the Mishnah is talking about. A sefer. look at the of the Mishnah. The Mishnah there said, Benuyas Bachal, let's see the same type of chambers that were built in the Harabayas. And this and in this case, it was opened the other way. It was opened Psuchasla Khadesh. It was opened up into the Azara. That's the entrance way. What does the Mishnah say? The Mishnah says, Toichon kodesh. The inside of the chamber has the status of the Azara. The Gaga say in chal and their rooftop has a status of the higher bias. The daytach, b'sheh g'agasin shevel if the same case, where the rooftop is parallel, on the same level as the floor of the azara, if that's what you're talking about, then why do we say toichem k'aydesh, the inside of the chamber is k'aydesh, what is this? If the rooftop is parallel to the floor, then the cha- you can't really get into the chamber, obviously. What is the chamber called? It's called the tunnel. Havalei mechiloizh. Then the chamber would, in fact, be a tunnel, because the rooftop is the ground of the Azara. And this is merely a tunnel under the Azara. And we know, so it just doesn't make sense. So the Gemara says, when do say that, that uh, the, cha- the tunnels don't have kadusha, That's That's when the entranceway, right, you're thinking about your tunnels there, Tunnel tours in in Jerusalem. That's when the the the, the entrance to the tunnel is coming from Harabayas. Kitanyah that Mishnah that said that the the inside of this now we call it a tunnel has kedusha. That's the psuches laazara. The way to access it is through the azara. So that's why, it, in fact, even though it's technically a mechila, it's a tunnel. It has kedusha. I've uh, Tanya, I'm so, the same It's only open to the Arabi, it's not open to the Azara. Okay, another Kasha and Rav. Tashma. How did that answer We just talked about Raya. We have no Raya. No, so Rav is fine. Rav said Aliyahs have the status of, the Gag and Aliyahs have the status of, um, don't have Kedusha, right? Ah, you brought me all these cases that it has Kedusha. Not true. These cases are where it's it's parallel to the azara. It's not. We're viewing it from a floor perspective and not as a rooftop. So, but the tunnel, but it opens from the azara. So mechilas have nothing to do with Gagav's valley, yes. But why was it inside kodesh? Then? So that's a new thing, new halacha here. That if the tunnel starts from the azara, then it has kodesh. But then the roof is not kodesh. We don't. The roof is the floor of the azara. Of course, it's kodesh. We said it's not kodesh. I would say in oh, even though it's still parallel to the Azara. It should be right the other way. One second. Go ahead. One second. No, so there it's Benuyos B'chol, as opposed to being Benuyos uh, Ba. Oh, so the roof is yeah, yeah. in the hall, Right. Exactly. The, the tunnel opens from inside. Correct. Yeah. Good. Toshma, another kasha. That bryasa that we just quoted from Rabbi Yehuda, that said mechilo is underneath the heichal do not have kedusha. that bryasa itself says two more words. V'gagoy the roof of the heichal is kodesh, which is, could be what you're asking. So the Gemara says, you're understanding that in a simple pshatva, katani, but the bryasa said, gagan halalu, these rooftops of the azara, ain sham katsheh ain sham Kalan that obviously does not have Kedusha. And it's like rock. So the Gemara says, Valakasha gagai kodesh. So why did Rabi use the term that Gagai is Kedesh? So the Gemara says, khama barguria. There was a special two-ama piece or two-ama area on top of the Azara, on, on top of this roof, that was actually used to store kalim from the base of Megdash. And because we needed to store the Kalim there, you wanted it to have Kedusha. What are these things? The Tanan. We learned in a Mishnah. Shte Amois Haya, there were two amos, or meaning, there were, sorry, there were two measuring sticks of an ama each, Hayah Bishushan Habira. So this is like a reference to Purim already. So there is a, there was a Lishka which had the name Shushan Habira, which the Gemara describes, the Rishonim described that there was a there was a, um, a picture, Rashi Menaches. there's a picture of like, the skyline of Shushan Habira. Why? To remember that they allowed us to build the Beis HaMedash. Some of the... Talk about this when we talk about having an American flag in your, uh, in your shul. So it's actually an interesting debate. I was reading online before. The, the origin for putting the American flag in shul. Some shuls you know, do it, some didn't. It goes back to the Civil War. There's a lot written about it. No, you yeah. young Israel's never. Israel, don't have them. Some of them did back in the day. You seen the young Israel that I, th- I think so. I think so, yeah. Anyways, so either way, so, yeah, you've seen it. So, uh, Israeli flag, huh? Anyways, so, fine, either way, <laughs> we'll skip it for now. There was two measuring things that were on each. Okay, now Acha Al Karim is Rachinus. One of them was put on the corner of the of the of the north, one was in the south. Now, Zusha Al Karimizrach, that was put on the corner, the northern cor- corner. Hai yisera al Shal ama Chati etzba. It was a greater than the amma of Mashrabenu. So Mash is Amma sixth, and we spent time in Arevan discussing in the first parak. So it was a half amma more. The zushal kerem zrachis d'roim as I see. I'm sorry, a half etzba more. Yisera al chazi etzba. The other one had a full finger morning, a half of etzba more than the other one. Yisera al Moishe etzba. Okay. Now, v'lamu ha'yu achas la'avaska. Now, why do we need these two different extra measurements? So the Gemara are like this. Shayu ha'umanim. It's actually a mission. The, the mission says like this. Shayu umanim and b'ketana, amachzirum b'gadaylo. The way it worked was that. Usually this works the opposite, but in the base of Middash, you did things right. You had your architect would give you measurements and a price, and then they would actually go to work, and they would always be short. So we figured let's, let's flip around what goes on there because if you're short and you charge the base of midrash, you just the behekdish. So therefore the rule was when you when you uh, take the job, you use a regular ama measuring stick. But when you complete the job, when you want to measure, if you filled your quota, we use the bigger measurement. So that gives us a buffer, just in case you're a little short, we're using the bigger measurement. Okay? They would, they would uh, accept to work, but the Katana, we would measure the Midakitana. Kadesh so and the said they would not end up coming to the bi'ila. So they went sort to of a It's one of these two different sizes. had One was a half a finger bigger, one was. A full finger action and ama. So the one from when you did silver and gold, it would be very expensive to do a full finger more. So our buffer is only half a finger. But a regular building of stone, not so expensive. So your buffer is a finger. Another Mishnah, yeah, the, the Mishnah told us that the windows, and the thickness of the wall, has a status of inside the Azara, or inside the Yerushalayim. So Bishlema, windows, how could this make sense? How are you going to use it? Mishkah haslo the Azara, that it's parallel in its height to the karkar Azara, and therefore it's not called Gagin va'aliyah, because if it was very high, why would it be different than the second floor? Why would it be different than a rooftop? So it must be that it's... it's um, it's, you know, leveled to the ground. So we're going to find the the thickness of the wall that's going to have Kedushah. How could it be any better than the rooftop? So the Gemara says the case would be where there was a small wall next to the big walls, so they would like, it would be like a lead up. You have your, the base of the wall would have like a small wall that would end up, that would turn into this very high wall, but there was Room there that is called the barshur. There was like rows of walls, but the first wall was very was short. That ended up in the second wall. So you technically could have a a a um, what's it called a a avi that's accessible. At shoulder length. Okay, final Mishnah in this parish. So the Mishnah says like this: you have two Chaburois, they're eating in one house. Elohaychon is playing Halach, so we're talking about the carbon pesach, they're eating one carbon pesach. However, they're still allowed to eat it even if it's they're split up. But each one has to, has to even if they're even if they turned away, they're still allowed to eat the carbon basin. Now typically they have to face, you would think they have to face each other to be considered one chabura. Here we're saying no, they could face away. let's say you have uh, Let's say you have a hot water urn, you could put that in the middle even though it's a chatzitza, meaning you're actually having a mechitza between chabura A and chabura B, even though they're eating from one carbon, halacha is, according to this sheet. we're going to ask, who is this opinion? You're allowed to have two chaburas in one carbon. Meaning, let's say you had, you had... Uh, yeah, one carbon, and yet a bunch of people, you know, want to be in, in this in this khabura, uh, and let's say, we'll call you very firm, you want the men to be on one side, women on the other side, or two separate families, everybody wants to sit next to the kids, you could split up with a real mechitza, even having the, even if nobody's looking at each other, no problem, as long as you sit in your seat, you're allowed to do that. Now, kisha shamish, when the shamish Starts. when he's pouring wine to everyone in the Chabor, he's the waiter, so he has to close his mouth and turn his face to where he's eating because he's not allowed to eat, meaning, you, according to this shita, you cannot eat in two different places. So wherever he's eating, he has to pick one, either table A or table B. If he's eating in table A, when he pours the wine for table B, he has to make sure that he's, that he's not part of the Chaburah because he's only, he's only eating in table A. Then he eats back at his table. She turns her face. Even though she's in her Chaburah, she could turn away. She's embarrassed to eat in front of people. She does not have to face her Chaburah. So the Gemara says, Who is the author of our Mishnah? that says that even though you're two Chaburais, no problem, you're allowed to have one carbon with two Chaburais, two different groups eating this carbon. So the Gemara says, Rabbi Yehudi, is the opinion of Rabbi Yehudi, the Italian, looked in the So, to point this out, we have two Psukim in the Torah. I mean, we have a lot more, but there's two Psukim that we're going to deal with. One Pesach says, I'll read it, which sounds like we're talking about one carbon. You could eat it. I'll have bought them in two different rooms, two different houses. Yet, we're going to bring a pasuk in a few lines, but has to be eaten in one house. So we pick which one is it. So let's see. That the carbon Pesach could be could be eaten even in two haburays. Now, I would think the eater himself could eat in two different places, two different rooms. You, as an individual, you're the one. You have to make sure you're eating in the same place. The carbon itself. You go split it. Half the people want to eat in the dining room, half the people want to eat in the kitchen, no problem. But whoever is eating in the dining room, that's where they stay the entire for the entire meal. Now we can from here we learn You got the waiter that was barbecuing, he was he was uh, roasting the meat, and he ate a kazayas already, he ate from the from the from the goat, from the sheep. if he's a smart guy, sit there by the fire, finish your carbon paste, and that's it, you're done. If the other people want to do him a favor, they'll come eat with him. But Before they start eating, Rabbi Yusra, Rabbi opinion is that wherever you ate your carbon, that's where you got to sit the whole time. But there's a heter. I, the Pusik says, So the carbon could be eaten by people in different places. But you as an individual, you have to eat it in the same place comes on Rabbi Shimon, he says, no, Rabbi Shemin, er, the bottom is a and rabbin, right? And it says, oichel b'shnei it's no, a person is in fact allowed to eat in two places. According to Rabbi Shemin, you can go table hopping, as long as it's the same carbon, you can go table hopping buy your uh, hotel program, no problem. You can do that. Now, I would think you could sit down. The Gemara says no. That this carbon has to be eaten in one spot, but that's only talking about when you start it off. So, how do we explain Rashi? And Rashi is saying like this. He argues with Rabbi Hudo in two things. First of all, he argues with him. He says that that the carbon itself has to be eaten in one place, OK? Now, but that's only the beginning of the eating of it, meaning you have the carbon. This lamb is only being served in, on one table. Now, once they serve that lamb, he holds. You can walk around with it, no problem, because you already started eating it, and you could, in fact, be Rabbi Yehuda said, "No, the lamb doesn't have to be served on one table. You can split the lamb in half, half for table A, half for table B. But wherever your seating card is, that's where you're sitting for the meal. You can't go switch around. Now, what's the what's the here? So the Gemara says, in my comment, here Rabbi Yehuda serves yesh im la'maseiros, and Rabbi Shimon serves yesh A famous machloekis in Shas. We'll get to it a lot in Sanhedrin and other masechetos." Do we, darshin in the Torah, this comes up in Halacha, with the Masaris, Masaris means the way it was given from Moshe to us, the way it's written in the Torah, like the Ksiv and the Kri, if you look in Chumash, or do we go by lamikra? how do you pronounce it? So we go by how it's written. There's a yud Aleph Chaf Lamed, which we will learn without knowing how to pronounce it properly. Yoychal, it should be eaten. So holds holds that... The Pusik says, that means the person must eat it in one place. Rabbi Shimon Savar, yesh im or we go by how it's pronounced, that's talking about not the person, the carbon itself has to be eaten in one place. So that's what Rabbi Shimon says, you can't split the lamb in half and do half on table A, half on table B. Okay. Comes on the Gamara a few more cases. Let's say they were sitting down and they're in one room and the Mechitza split between them. And now, <clears throat> I'm sorry, a Mechitza fell in between them. Now it's separating one from the other. You can't see each other. No problem. Now that we became two chaburos, right? the ceiling falls down, and now there's a split between... In the, in the dining room itself. So before we have a split, no problem. Everybody's looking at each other. It's all chaburahs. Now you have mechitza. The wall falls down. So what do you do? According to the manar that holds, you can anyways eat nechabush tei This is Rabbi who the Okay, we're two chaburos now. No problem, as long as you don't switch. Now that there's a wall in between us, we're considered two different chaburos. We cannot. Sit down, we cannot eat the meal. Let's see, two chaburis eating the car and paste in two different houses. And the mechitza split between them. So the one, the rakkurta of Shimon who holds that. Once you already started eating, then you could go now to the other place. Eichlin, he's allowed to continue, uh, you know, eating, even though now there's no longer a Mechitza. So technically that is considered a Shino Makrim. Now they're part of a Chabura now. No problem. Because originally we had two Chaburas, you started eating it, but two Chaburas. Now the Mechitza falls, now it's considered a new Chabura. You can't continue eating it. Now that's the shita of Rabbi one more Shiloh, Yosef Rav Kahana Kapashli Meshach. So Rav Kahana, I'm sorry, one more Gemara. Rav Kahana was uh, was learning this, and to him it was posh, it was obvious. So of Ashut Rav Kahana, you should have asked the Shiloh like this. When a Mechitza falls down, Uh, I'm sorry, for mechitza, siluk, it leaves. Or, you made a new mechitza. Mi havi kishnei mechimais ve kishnei chaburis. Tell me, I lie. And he said like this, Teiku, he did not answer the shaila. We're going to leave it to to not sure if it, in fact, is uh, shnei mechimais or or shnei chaburis. Or or do we say no? That they were always considered one. Okay. One more uh, point in the Mishnah. Actually, two more. One more, uh, a little agarita, a little... uh, Muster here. Interesting Gamara. And then one more follow-up on the Mishnah. So the Mishnah told us a kala he fekas as A she turns her face and she could eat. Now the Gemara says my time. Huh? So rabhi, bar, abba, rabhi, eich, She's embarrassed. She's wearing her white gown. Everybody's staring at her. She wants to turn around. No problem. So I'm learning that she should turn around. That's more Pittsnius different uh, opinions. Rav Huna, Breda Rav Nason, Ikel lebei Rav Nachem by Yitzhak. Rav Huna, Rav was once by Rav Nachem Amru Le, they asked Rav Huna, What's your name? Amru Lehu, Rav Huna. He tells them my name is Rav Huna, which, which uh, the Mepharshan the, pick up on this. Should a person say I am rabbi? So at work, when in the, at the at the CRC, we our official signatures are rabbi, because to our companies we're definitely rabbis. But it's a good question. You know, should a person say I'm I, I'm a ruv, I'm a rabbi. You know, some rabbi, I don't know. Him, you pick up the phone call. Hi, it's uh, whatever Rabbi, rabbi Belsky. Say, hi, it's Yisroel Belsky. But if but when it was in kashrus, he would say hi, it's Rabbi Rabbi Yisroel Belsky. When I get a wedding invitation, for me it's funny because I'm like in both worlds. So if if it says Mr. or Mrs. for Markowitz, I know they're looking for a check. So <laughs> if it's rabbi, then they're not, they're not asking for a check. Anyways, you know, different uh, two different hats I wear. Okay, so. <laughs> So they asked him what's your name. He said, "Rav Huna." Amr, they say like this. Nasiv Mara, sit on the, sit on the, um, sit on the on the couch. So Yosef, he sits on the couch. Yavle kasa, they gave him a cup of wine to drink. Kible zimna. He took it right away. He didn't say no. The Gemara's going to pick up on this. he drank it, betrayed zimni in two shots, and Veloy He didn't turn his face around. He drank it in front of him. wasn't embarrassed. So they. they they're nitpicking on the story. Amrulay, they asked him like this. "My Why'd you call yourself Rav Huna? You should have said, I'm Huna. That's my name. People call me Rav. That's who I am. Next. Why'd you sit down just because he told you to sit on the chair? Who told you to sit? Amrullahu. No. Komashi Chabalabai. famous Gemara. For guests to quote. Whatever the Baalabai tells you, I say you're supposed to do. Chutz Except for get out of here. That you know that that uh, you don't have to listen to. Okay, be careful who you invite. My time kasa How come when we gave you a cup of wine, you took it right away, there's a concept of being Masarev saying, No, I'm okay. Right, we know this by tfila. So I'm a la cotton the Gadol. If a cotton gives you something, okay, you could say no, I'm not in the mood. But if Adam Gadol tells you something, you should not be a Masarif. You shouldn't say, nah, it's okay. Some bring this Lahalakha. if a gaba asks you to down for the amud there is an Indian to say to be Masari. If no, I don't want the, the cover right away. You know, you make him ask you, you know, a couple times. But if a Rav asks you to go down for the Amud, you can't say no. If if he's a god, though. misarv and I mean, assuming you know how to do for the But the Indian of being misarv, no, get someone else to to do it. Okay, let's keep going. My ashtite betrays him. Why did you drink in two gulps? Some of the drinks, he uh, he shoots down. His wine, harezeh gagaron. that's called a gagaron. he's a fresher. Shnaim, if he does it in two gulps, derech that's a normal way. Shloisha, if he's just sipping it, takes him three sips, which is slow in the Gemara's terminology. Megav is about gaiva. So by the way, this is brought down in the halacha, regarding, comes up a few times. Da'al kaisa, you're supposed to drink the wine, k'derech shtia. So many of the poets can quote this Gemara, this is brought down in Aruch in two shots. Some argue, I sort of Dava Feinstein his Agada, like, he also says that it, it really depends if it's shtia. Most people don't drink wine like that today. Two gulps for, for a few ounces of wine. Shouldn't be swirling it, that might be gassia ruach. Whatever's a normal way to drink it. This also comes up in Hilch's barnafash. Allah is you make a fashas the way you the, the if you drink it, ki shtia, the chazanish paskins, even if you drink a coffee and you're drinking it slowly, that's a derich to drink a coffee. So you make a bar on that. As long as you drink a revias, you don't have to drink it in one shot. Now, those that are machmen. and Shabru seems to argue on that. One more application of that would be, it's a stretch, but to make kiddush and schnapps, well, that's only uh, one ounce. Maybe that's also the derech Okay, but there it's, it's less than the shear, so it's not exactly the best. Uh... The we'll have to talk about it a different time. Okay, but it's, 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 it's close. It's similar to this concept where we care about the derech Almost. It's almost, Mutter my timer uh, and you can just drink three ounces my time why didn't you uh turn your face i'm a little i'm not a kala. a kala does that not me that's what the is said tonight okay Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Yosi, Ikla lebi Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Yosi ben Lekonya. Yavleikase, he gave him a cup of wine. Kibli bechazinno, he took it right away. He didn't wait. Uh, you know, he just took it. Beshasi bechazinno, he shot one shot. He took it down. Amri lelasever l'mar, she's a krisa v'azach. There's a gargron. That's a first. That's a first thing to do. Amalahu le Amri bekrisa katan. Nah, that wasn't talking about a small little shot cup you gave me. V'yenach, like a sweet wine. A krisa brachava. I have a big appetite here. That's why. So again, this is another raya that we care about the derash. To drink that specific beverage and what's considered normal. You know, your matzah's also. You have to eat your matzah prats. But nobody ate matzah stuffing their face like that. You know, I, I think uh, once from from Asher Weiss, I say it was once by the Kleisenberger Rebbe, said Sal, and someone was doing that uh, with the matzah. And the Kleisenberger Rebbe said, My father never ate matzah like that. in history nobody ever ate. That's not that's not called Dark Hachila. So the whole thing. The briskers, the briskers do it, but the... Uh, The Yiddin never did it. Okay. I'm putting myself at risk there, but I don't think anybody ever ate matzah like that. That's not the dara hachila. Who ate? That's how you eat? you call calling the dara hachila? b'nei chabura One more interesting halacha. Now let's say people come sit down by a meal. And you hired a waiter. So we should really spend more time on this. I just got to run. If you haven't noticed. Yev b'nei chabura nechnasem b'shloyshe. Three of them came into a suda. And they came early. And there's a hired waiter. Now, does he have to serve them? They came early to the wedding, right? He has to serve them now? As if it's three people, we say, yes, that's already a crowd. If it's two, no, the waiter doesn't have to serve them. Now, even when uh, even uh, anyone that wants to leave can walk out. I left one guy here and the waiter has to be waiting on him. Still, they're allowed to do that. That's only if... There is an appropriate time, meaning if they came early. I mean, they came on time to the wedding. It's before all the other guests. But this was an accepted time to come. That also, the same thing. They told the, the waiter that they're going to leave one at a time. So he, he knew in advance. That those that leave have to uh, pay. The guy who takes the longest time, Meaning, the waiter's busy with him, you have to a- add a tip, lohaisiv damim. You have to add, you have to pay more than your fair share because you're making the waiter wait longer on you, so you have to pay more. And the Gemar says, we do not pass him like that. That no, that if he's a hired waiter, again, this is all in the Umdunas and, and how we understand the, the agreement, you don't have to pay more. That was the accepted practice, that he would be there until the last guy leaves from the wedding. Either way, hajjna allah. Ketat, Salah and Mitzvah tomorrow. We'll start a new parak, Haisha, Mitzvah Shem mm-hmm. tomorrow night. Have a good night.